comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Try to sound like Bill. Episode 349. That doesn't sound like... Half wasted. Bill's liner. Tonight's episode, An Evening in the Game Dungeon. And yeah, he's your host, Brad, Frank, and Bill. My son is not Foster Brooks, okay? <laughs> that was a terrible imitation of poor young Sage, who I think is being unfairly maligned. <laughs> he is. Hey guys, welcome to Half Hour Wasted. The has gotten much better uh, in the last few years. So we are sans uh, Brad Milio today because he was having some truck problems. And so we're kind of doing a show on the fly today. Bill, where are we headed? Uh, we are headed to, uh, I assume, Madness Comics. Yeah, I think that's the closest one. Because Lone Star Comics, which is actually closer. Thank you, Plano, for having two comic book shops, two LCSs for those in the know. Uh, it is closed at this hour. It is after 8 p.m. So we have to go to Madness, which is open till nine or ten or something like that. It's open till midnight on the weekends. That's crazy. They do a lot of games, sir. Which is awesome. It is a game dungeon. Uh, that's a crude term, and I don't know if I should apologize uh, to uh, uh, game dungeons for calling them game dungeons. But no, they moved into a bigger place a couple of years ago now, and uh, they had the classic. Uh, medium-sized comic book shop with a couple of card tables at the back and uh, which is what Lone Star still is but uh, now uh, basically half of Madness uh, probably literally about a third of it is devoted to uh, uh, gaming and so you go in on on a late night weekend uh, Friday Saturday night and there are people it's really cool there are people crawling all over that store there are actually people in there looking at comics but the majority of the people are in there buying new game packs and you know getting in on the new round of magic or hero clicks i know hero clicks is. is big i was considering getting into that so i got on their mailing list okay. so i find out about the tournaments every so often but i've yet to do it fair enough i um it'll start to head I'm out we're going to we're going to yeah let's just let's take this on the road baby. yeah move cat we're no, going to we're going to go in uh, my hybrid over to Madness. You're going to have to give me some direction there, oh, Bill. You know, I can do that. Let me grab my house key. Okay. While Bill does that, I'm going to head over to my uh, to my hybrid. Hybrid. I love the earth so much. I am I drive a Honda Insight, and it gets really crazy good gas mileage. All right here comes Bill, bringing up the rear. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> And we're going to the comic book store mostly because I want to get the Star Wars issue three. I think it's issue three. Um, this is the comic book that is based on George Lucas's original first draft of the Star Wars script. All right, have a seat, Bill. I had originally heard that it was going to be uh, an eight-issue miniseries. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Eight issues. So maybe that's uh, still the case. I hope so. All right, 
Oh, Frank is rocking out to <laughs> 91.7. Yeah. KXT. That's our, uh, I don't know how many cities have that, have this now, but uh, our, uh, our NPR station has a sister station that uh, handles the rock and the roll. And, uh, and they have a great selection of music. I, I really love them. And I'm a big fan of public radio. So I, uh, so I'm glad we have that here in Dallas. I am too. This way, Bill. Um, okay. It is, uh, it is the one music station in Dallas Fort Worth that I can stomach listening to. Actually, well, the great. And it's part actually of, pretty. It's pretty good. Well, the great thing is that it's commercial free for the most part. Yeah, because it's an NPR station. Uh, there is a lot of hipster music on KXT. Um, and also, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar. Uh, at, at, at night, uh, they will have actual shows. Um, wow, that is weird. Is your car still running? Yeah. It's a hybrid. It just I'm at a stop sign, and the engine died. It's like being in a golf cart now. But that now just really wigs me out. <laughs> that would take some getting used to. Yeah. Have you gotten used to it yet? Yeah, I've gotten very okay. used to it. But yeah, when I first got it, that was that was weird. Just driving and stopping, and then all of a sudden, and is the engine literally going to sleep, or is it just kind of in standby mode? Or it's it's like in standby mode. The gas power goes off, but the electric stays on. So okay. that'll give me the boost to start moving forward. Gotcha. I guess whenever you decide you just need to floor it and do some wheelies, then that's can... when the gas comes in, huh? Yeah. Fantastic. Do I make it right here? Take it right. Okay. Look, it's going to stop again. Huh, look at that. That's that weird? so freaky. Like, did Man, car... I've been in this car with you before, too. I don't know why it's hitting me right now that uh, the car died, Frank. You okay? There's a little light that comes on that says, auto stop. Wow. Hopefully, that's one of those things you can turn off. I want the gas running all the time. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm in something called... Uh, I'm actually in something called econ mode. Oh, okay. So I can have the engine on. You know, if I'm running the oh. air conditioner during a hot summer okay, day. Okay, maybe that's it. <laughs> it uh, it stay it stays on. It's just when you don't need that much power. Yeah. Because um, right. I've I've been in your car before and I don't remember it ever just dying. Oh, right here. Yep. This is a residential neighborhood. It is, and uh, that's okay. Okay. Trust me, I live here. These are my people. These are my neighborhoods. There's actually a uh, really sweet uh, classic Mustang that uh, parks in the street we just passed. Oh. Yeah. Like what year? Oh, man, it's, it's a very good question. I'm uh, the wrong guy to ask what year it is. There was, uh, it there, looks like uh, late 60s. There was a, uh, there, I went to a car show recently, and there was a guy trying to pass off maybe a 1987 Mustang as a classic Mustang. Well, it is. Those were the those were so ugly. Those oh yeah, the ugly uh, the ugly decade. That's for true, but uh, unless the definition has changed, I mean, a classic car is twenty years old, uh, and a car in '87 is way past that. So yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I, I don't I don't know what this means, but I've had two people in the last two or three months come up to me. Uh, one. Um, one was just almost literally on the street. The other one was in a uh, Home Depot parking lot. And uh, I've had two people come up to me and say, hey, you want to sell your car? I had someone do that to me once out of the blue. It's like, what? We're, now, were you driving your old Honda? Yeah, my old Honda. Okay. 
Yeah, it's like I, you know, I'm not thinking that you know this guy's not trying to, you know, hey man, I got free candy in my van if you want to come check it out. I'm not trying to say that, but um, wanted to make sure we had been I'd recording that whole say, time. I don't think I pressed the stop button. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. I've been we've been. It's not like that hasn't happened to us before. Yeah. Well, and I'm a dumb butt because I should have at least asked the guy, you know, what do you want to give me for it? Mm-hmm. You know, because if he would have said three grand or something, I probably should have said, where do I sign? Um, because I, I've, I've wondered often, uh, we're not driving in my car right now, so I can say this, um, bad karma to say this in your own car, but, uh, I'm finally starting to get the, the feeling that maybe I should think about moving to a more adult car because, because <laughs> I, I, I drive and have driven since Oh four. I bought a, uh, a Saturn, uh, SC two. It's a two door stick shift, uh, sport coupe. Oh, the sunroof and power everything and uh now does it have yeah, su- sweet does it have suicide doors in the back no it's it does like- not the uh the later versions had the one little suicide half door behind the uh, driver's side or the passenger yeah. side yeah. mine has neither it's okay. just two front doors period and uh, i'm okay with that um i think it must be behind the driver's door uh, i think it was because the passenger the seat the passenger seat will get up and out of your way, but the driver's seat doesn't do that. So, um, so yeah, I've been trying to figure out um, exactly what this uh, what this vehicle might be worth. And part of it is just, dang it, I mean, the car needs a new clutch. It, uh, it could use some new uh, springs in the front end or shocks or struts or whatever those are. Um, you know, there, there are some things uh, that it needs. It could use a new headliner, that kind of thing. Um, but all in all, man, for a car that's 15 years old now and has almost 170,000 miles on it, the engine purrs like a kitten. And it starts every time I ask it to, and it gets me to work, has been paid off for years, and it gets me 30, 31, 32 miles a gallon. Well, that's good. So I'm trying to figure out how you beat that. I mean, you beat that, I guess, by having a car that, I've always had this issue, always, since I was a kid, that driving certain models of car uh, is, quote, trying too hard, unquote. <laughs> I mean, you know, the classic, you know, the, oh, hey, look, it's the 40-year-old divorcee who's got the red convertible Beamer, you know, or the, you know, the the kid driving the the tricked-out Camaro or the, the whatever. You know, I just, I, I don't want anybody to ever look at me driving past them and go, he's compensating for something. You know, so... I've always felt a little bit weird in that vein for driving around a little two-door stick shift, coupey kind of thing. Um, I, you know, 99% of the time, it doesn't bother me a bit, but every now and again, I, I get slightly self-conscious about it and think, uh, you know, I hope the ladies aren't thinking that, uh, you know, he's a, he's really poor. <laughs> or he's, or he's compensating for something, or uh, you know, whatever when, else it might be. When I was driving around my uh, my Honda Civic, which yeah. was a '99, and I bought it new, you know, and I bought it new it was a cool little car. Heck yes! And then uh, having it all those years, it, um, you know, I think it may have put a little damper on my uh, on my dating dating life just a little bit. I yeah. can't prove that, but I think it did. You know, when we got into the uh, into the aughts, 
<laughs> you know, the late odds, and I'm still driving that car. No, yeah. a, a very funny story. This is a true story. So when uh, GPSs started coming out and they were popular, I bought one. And uh, I just asked this girl out, so she told me where she lived, and she gave me her address, and I was so excited, I put in my GPS, and that's how I got to her house. And I picked her up, and I walked her to my car, and she got in my car, and she saw the GPS, and she said, you have a GPS? I hit the jackpot! <laughs> no way! Yeah, and I'm driving this, this crappy <laughs> Honda Civic, and, and she's just thinking, man, <laughs> so this sweet. is awesome! Was she a redhead? Did she call you Tiger? <laughs> Let me think. No, she's like a strawberry blonde. Okay. That was, that was Amanda. So it was totally different. Yeah. She she didn't say uh, she didn't say face the Tiger. You hit the jackpot. She said, "Face it, Amanda. I hit the jackpot." Yeah. And you said, "That's right. That's right. That's right. I have so a job." Cool. Apparently, she must have had very low expectations for guys because when I opened the door for her, she was like, "Wow, no one's ever done that." Wow. What's her number? <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Go through this light and then turn into yeah. the uh, turn in next I to the coffee shop. Me. I know where we're at now. The chain coffee shop, which she'll go nameless because I don't want to give them any uh, any hard-earned advertising dollars. But right, not on my watch. Jar mucks. Yes, yes. There's uh, it somebody to do with space and a guy who was in. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, they moved there. They used to be over there, didn't Holy they? Holy cow. Those guys, have they moved into yet another bigger place? Okay, this is new to me. We're driving into the parking lot. They moved across the street a couple years ago, as we just mentioned, uh -huh. to a bigger place. Now they're moving into a... Now, An even bigger place. Yeah, we, we come into the parking lot, and their, their windows are dark, and we look across the parking lot, and holy cow, they've got what looks like a small palace. Really? Now you're going to pull out. What a goon. All right. It's an uncontrolled uh, uh, set of intersections here in this uh, giant parking lot. This is kind of nice, though, because you can park a lot closer to the front door. At the other location, you know, if there's anybody in the, in the place, you get to park like 300 feet out. It's maddening. There's a guy walking out of the comic book store in a top hat. He seems to be missing the irony of it, too. <laughs> All right, let's go. Can you get out? I can't get out. Okay, there you go, got it. All right, so here we go, walking into the madness I just games and comics. This place is cold and sterile for being so large. <laughs> wow, this, this place is, is huge. Wow, this is considerably larger. This place is so big, it's got two sets of front doors on it. That's awesome. Holy cow. Now, we're actually right next to a uh, to a bar I used to frequent quite a bit, the uh, franchise. I haven't this been there in a while. basically a small convention hall. Holy cow. Wow, this place is huge. There's a tourney going on right now. It looks like a... This place is easily four times the size of the old place, I think. That would be, that's a good good description. Wow. It looks like they're playing uh, maybe magic. Yeah. It looks like there's a big magic tourney going on. Well, hey, there's, we can go check them out, but let's there, check out the comic book be, There's got to be probably 30-ish people over there right now, yeah. which is impressive to me. Now, Madness used to have the uh, the little dog that wandered around. Yeah. I hope that little dog's still here. Oh, look, there's some so. more guys playing right up there. Holy cow, okay. Hey. Hey. Good. Great store, man. This thing's huge. When did you guys move in? Uh, 
we've been in this spot since we started moving from the front parking lot from the beginning of June, and then by the end of June we had everything moved over. Are you serious? We we are uh, we're recording us talking right now for a podcast, though. Gotcha. I'm sorry, my <laughs> my mindset's kind of blown. I didn't realize it'd been so long since I've been over here. I drive by you guys twice a week and <laughs> look longingly. Um, <laughs> it was darn well worth it. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe you can't help us. I wanted to get the latest issue of the Star Wars. So back wall. The comics yeah. wall that you're uh-huh. facing that way. Everything is alphabetical order. Okay. Ruby. The little wall right there that's facing us, kind of instead of not like directly, but uh-huh. yeah. It's skewed. That's all children's stuff. And then the back wall. Oh, cool. That's facing this way. Uh-huh. If you look in that corner of the store, uh-huh. everything on that wall is the new this week. So every Tuesday night we strip that down, assimilate into the main wall, okay. and all the new stuff goes up Wednesday. Okay, so, so we put... The newest Star Wars, I believe, came out this week. I think uh-huh. there's one on that wall. If not, it's going to be on the main wall under S for Star Wars. Gotcha. Fantastic. Okay, great. Love now, uh, at the other store, there, there was a... Uh, you guys used to have a little dog? Yep, okay. she's Okay, Sophie. I think Chris, the owner, is the... T- it's... Chris's dog, Sophie, uh-huh. um, and she was definitely here earlier today, but I think Chris left. I think he went home. Okay. So he probably took her home with her because I haven't seen her in the last half hour, 45 minutes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Just curious. <laughs> love that little dog. Okay. Let's walk over. <laughs> I love that. Dogs should be spoiled. Wow. This place Poor is really me. nice. Oh, look at this right here. Doctor Who. As you know, I have gotten into Doctor Who. Yeah. On How, how far along are you? Well, I've just finished... I'm on the Christmas episode for season six, okay. and the first five episodes of season seven are available on Hulu. Okay. So that's as far as I'm going to get. I'll probably finish this weekend. Probably. And what is that? The, the is that the second season of Matt Smith, or is that the first? Of uh, this doctor? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Smith. That is the. Well, he came on. Season five, I believe. Okay. So five, six. Yeah, yeah. So, Eccleston was one. Tenet was two, three, and four. And so, okay. So, yeah. all right. Do the math. Yeah. Second season. Gotcha. Um, but God, I, I love those, it. I find those Christmas episodes to be sometimes kind of hard to take because <laughs> they're kind of heart wrenching at times. There's one coming up which is quite heart wrenching, I think. So we'll see how you like it. What's uh? What's the premise? Oh, jeez. It's, uh... Does the father die during World War Two? Oh, man. Because that's the one I'm watching right now. Um, it has a it has a girl in it, and it's a, it's a period. Uh, it's a period thing. It happens in the, uh... Happens back in the 1800s. And oh, it, okay. It, the it, one I'm watching takes place in the... Uh, just after World War Two. Okay. Um, yeah, that might be it. Okay, so I think he said it was over here. Yes. Right for the star. Now, Plants vs. Zombies, awesome. Now, just to download Plants vs. Zombies 2 on my phone for Sage uh-huh. until I realized we were at the dojo, and I looked down at my phone, and it says, "This is I've never seen this before. As I'm getting ready to download this, uh, this app, it says, this is a large app. You need to have a Wi-Fi signal to do it. Really? And the app was 160-something megabytes. What? Yeah, for a game. There oh must be God. video in it or something. I mean... I don't know, man. There's clearly a lot to uh, lot to get through there. Now, was this the Wally was talking about? Yeah, yeah. This is. Uh, these are last week's uh, issues. Oh, we want this week's issues. Uh, uh, maybe it's this week's issues. Let's go over here. Because he did point... No? It must be right over here. Okay. 
So would it be under T for the or S for Star Wars? Luckily, those two are close enough. I think you could probably get away with looking for either one. I'm going to look. There's Shadow Man. There's Scheherazade. That's clearly drawn by... Um, oh, there it is. Ah, fantastic. The Star Wars Desert Ambush. I'm going to thumb through it. Okay. Now, so far, I don't care for this series, but I just kind of want to read it and see, okay. see what could have been. Yes. And it looks like we see C-3PO and R2-D2. Looks like Anakin. Looks like they're on Tatooine. There's some Darth Vader. Now, so have you seen um, have you seen Han Solo as Lizard? And is this um, Anakin Star Killer? And uh, is that all this? Yes, uh, they have mentioned Han Solo. They have shown a on the cover. They have shown him as a lizard, but we haven't met him yet. Okay. So they have mentioned him, but they haven't we haven't seen him yet. Interesting. In so is this? We've talked about this before, but is this remarkably different? There are elements that <clears throat> that you recognize in season uh, in Star Wars Episode Four. There are also elements that you recognize from Episode One, Episode okay. Two, Episode Three. So there's all these just tiny little things that are just like, oh, so this is what could have been. I mean, the elements were there. He just kind of had to spread them out. Okay. Just a simple matter of um, just first draft to fourth draft, I guess. Just yeah. The yeah. natural evolution of the storyline. Right. Which is pretty uh, understandable. Okay, I'm kind of hypnotized by, look at this. This, you would never see something like this in a uh, stupid butt Walmart. Uh, we've got a great selection of Star Wars figures. And look behind you. 20, oh, my gosh. $20. $20 for a uh, X-Wing pilot Luke Skywalker. Twenty-four ninety-nine for the original trilogy, uh, Darth Vader. Um, now these are wow. these are circa what nineteen ninety maybe. Now, see, I don't know if this must be re-releases. There's no way these are you know from nineteen seventy-six or whatever. Uh, this says copyright oh six uh, because they did start um, <laughs> Star Wars: The Saga Collection is what this is, and uh, yeah they. You know, it obviously wasn't branded like that uh, back in the day. But uh, the Star Wars, the Star Trek stuff is what's uh, getting me, man. Check this out. Got the uh, U.S. Enterprise uh, transporter room. And I've got some of these uh, figures and a couple of the little desks they sit at. This is uh, a movie version, um, Star Trek um, transporter Yeah, the room. reboot. Yes. And there's the, uh, here's the bridge, also $20. It includes bridge floor plan playmat. But the thing that's really torturing me right now, Frank, <laughs> what have I got in my hands right now? Well, let's see. Oh, For $150, you have an original Star Trek phaser from the original series. The Mark II phaser. The, the Mark I pops out of the Mark II phaser. A communicator yeah. and a tricorder. Why don't you press oh. some of those buttons? Okay. That's the phaser. Here's the tricorder. Whose voice is that? I don't know. Do it again. I don't know who that is. No, that's not Spock. Voice. It's not Jeremy 
Quintos either, I don't think. The uh, display on the tricorder looks really good, by the way. Wait, I just... That's all it says? This isn't worth 150 bucks. Three different buttons. If this wasn't clearly made of plastic, if this was like leather straps and and metal and stuff, the man, this freaking communicator though. Yeah, this button doesn't work at all. No, I'm surprised we don't get the chirping though, the the yeah, classic chirping. Well, well, it should when you flip it open. Right. Yeah. You know, when you flip it, and it's good times. Now here's. Can, can you remove the? Uh, the Mark One phaser from the Mark Two phaser. The Mark One phaser, of course, for those of you who don't get old series Star Trek, was the uh, the little all black handheld version of the phaser, whereas the Mark Two is the pistol version. Hmm. That's odd. Yeah, very odd. So the standalone. Okay, how much is the standalone? Uh, because this, I could be happy with this. It's fifty dollars. Okay, that's not a bargain. Just for the record. No, it's not. Uh, but. To walk in here and see this collection they've got, uh, I totally get why they hey. why they feel they can uh, offer. Well, what what's down there, Bill? What's this? Oh, wow. It's a Star Wars the official the official Starships and Vehicles collection. This feels like it's uh, pewter, or yeah, it looks like it's like lead it like or it's, something yeah. like that. Um, it's an Adat Walker. Oh, this is cool, man. Oh, Sage would go nuts for this twenty five dollar in even not twenty four ninety nine even twenty five dollars. That's kind of cool. Um, but it, yeah, they got Adat Walker, uh, they've got uh, Star Destroyer, they've got uh, TIE Bomber, uh, Darth's TIE Fighter, uh, X-Wings, um, wow, they've got you know, a lot of cool stuff. They've got the ATST Walker. Um, th this is the type of stuff that you would have on your desk that's definitely not a toy, oh, it's, it's for the fan that just kind of wants something yeah. to decorate their, uh, their desk with. Oh, here we are, Doctor Who. Yay! Ice bucket and cube tray. <laughs> oh, here's the Vincent Van Gogh mug. Dude, I've got that print. Um, oh, really? I'm trying to figure out what to do. I've got it in a frame right now, uh -huh. but my old Sony TV, what I think I want to do with it is uh, the old Sony LCD TV was a 40-inch television, mm -hmm. and the bezel or the frame around oh, the yeah. screen is the only part of the TV I've got left. Uh, I was able to successfully get rid of all the rest of the television mm -hmm. because it, it broke and blah, blah. So I'm thinking of using this 40-inch TV bezel as a frame for a picture. That is smart. Maybe doing it with that uh, the Van Gogh exploding Tardises. I think that'd be kind of cool. You know, this is interesting. I'm looking at these Doctor Who toys, and I'm getting the references on the back of these characters that, on the surface, you'd look at it and go, oh, okay. But now I know why yes. the astronaut is the important. Astronaut. And why the ganger is important, and why River Song is important. Uh, Lovely River Song, hello, sweetie. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I don't get. Oh, oh my gosh, they've got Big Bang Theory. Uh, what are these? What are these guys? These little, they're little bobblehead type things made by Funko. Pop television, yeah. Correctly, but we've got. Uh, I've got the Star Wars ones for the kids. Uh, we had though. This was. Didn't we have one of these, uh, Brad got one of these reverse flashes? Yes, he did. Disappeared in the awfulness. I wonder if there's a reverse flash around here. That'd be pretty cool. Let's see. That would be nice to have him back. Reverse flash, and, reverse um, flash. We need him back. We also reverse need Tony flash. the Timer. Tony the Timer's gone. <laughs> yeah. And 
Emperor Zerg, Jafar, King Candy. Oh, there's a Marge right. Simpson. They've gone too far. They've got Dorothy and Toto. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff I love looking at, Bill, but I hate owning. What is Domo Superman? What do you think? Oh. Domo the Flash. I don't get the reference. So well, uh, the Domo is some type of internet character meme thing, which is is essentially that brown character, but then they just put him in the in superhero costumes. So it's like a meme thing. Well, here's an awful thing. They've got Deadpool. But they've got Deadpool without a mask on, so you can see his scarred face or whatever that is. He doesn't look good. The Dark Phoenix, though? Kind of hot. <laughs> kind of hot. <laughs> I think I'd go out with her. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Well, they've got Michael Jackson. They've got a blue meanie from <laughs> Yellow Submarine. You can, get George, oh. you can get George and Ringo. They have, a, they have a, a friendly little... Dark side and a friendly little <laughs> well, General Zod. He doesn't look happy, but he also doesn't look like he's going to, you know, shoot you with Omega beams and send you back to prehistoric times where you'll have to fight your way back to the future through a, an ever increasing uh, series of uh, yeah. improbable historical events. It was the Omega sanction, not the Omega beams. Right. Two different okay, things. Thank you. Thank you. I had to I correct you, Bill. They've got uh, they've got Batman, one of these. The classic movie. 1966 television Batman. It's actually pretty stinking cool, man. It's 30 bucks, um, but uh, I, I could dig it. They've got Mary Poppins. They've got Beetlejuice, which is great. I'm the ghost of the most, babe. Where are the Marvel ones? Are they... I wonder if this is a DC thing. I don't know. Well, no, they had a Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, uh, that's, that's one at least. And let's see, looking at the toys, that's a, wow. that's a pretty impressive Fantastic Four they thing. Got, they got some Marvel Select uh, figures. Uh, oh, feel that. Things. Pick that up. Holy cow, this sucker is, sucker is made out of lead. Uh, made out of plastic, but it's heavy. But the, um, the Daredevil looks great. The Doctor Doom looks good. The Captain America is uh, Bucky Cap. Um, they've got Stealth Iron Man. Pretty cool. That's the blue armor, of course. Um, oh, cool. Ghost Rider She-Hulk. Ah. Oh, I would love to have That's She-Hulk. Right. Look at that. Lawyer by day. Green hottie by night. <laughs> and not an Orion slave girl, either. Talking, she earns this one. Yeah, this is uh, this is all right, man. Um, you know, the thing actually looks a little bit bigger than the Hulk, which is too bad because we all know that Hulk is the strongest there is. Oh, they've got Barbarian Hulk. That's kind of cool. That is That's, very cool. That is so evil, Spock, and he's got uh, he's got the uh, scar equivalent of an ear necklace. <laughs> he's got uh, skulls hanging from it. That's pretty awesome. Now we're getting into some old school toys here. I mean, here's some Fantastic Four, uh, Invisible Woman, but this looks circa, what would you that's say? John, well, that's the John Byrne uh, early 80s version where um, he changed the uniform subtly where all of a sudden the collar, the gloves, and the boots were white instead of black. Uh, and uh, Sue Storm, uh, she got the bob, so her hair was about, uh, was about shoulder length, and that was about it. Um, so it was a little more sporty. Oh, dude, they've got Thanos and Mistress Death. How cool is that? 
Thanos, who will probably play a big part in uh, the next Avengers movie. Oh, and it comes with an Infinity Gauntlet oh. for the low, low price, twenty four ninety nine. That is, and this it looks great. Oh, and Mistress Death has a uh, she has a uh, face you can put over her skull face so she can actually be pretty. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is awesome. I, and of course, good listeners know that I'm a sucker for cosmic comic books. <laughs> Whether it's Thanos or Dark Side, I don't care. I like them both. Actually, I've always liked Thanos a little bit better, which is odd because they're both basically created by Jim Starlin. So I'm not sure what the difference is. Yet another example of uh, DC and Marvel uh, aping each other. Do you think they sell model paint here? Because I have a lead figurine that has some some uh, you know chips in it that I would love to fix. I'll bet. I'll bet you eight dollars. I will bet you the cost of that comic that they do. Cool. We got to ask. Okay. We got to hook this up. I'm really impressed with this place. It's it's almost too big. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean, I now to be honest, too big from here. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, a lot of the material in here is repetitive. Like they have a, they just have a wide selection of, I mean, like that they have a whole area devoted to doctor who and it's just a lot of the same thing but it's yeah. cool well and what's cool is this place is kind of a wonderland because they've got toys and games and they've got um they've got angry birds that are the size of small <laughs> chairs and they've got a uh they've got a psylocke figurine that's 375 dollars because it's Whoa. like 14 inches tall or something and look at that uh, galactus how much is that galactus oh, i don't know but it makes me wish I collected that kind of stuff because that is bad to the bone. That Galactus is that. about maybe three feet tall. You want, you want to take a chance on the uh, price tag? I actually I saw what it is. Okay. It is eight hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Dang it, eight hundred fifty bucks. I don't have eight hundred fifty dollars to spend on that, and it makes me wish I did because that would be great. Check out the. Um, uh, they've got uh, little uh, dwarf versions of Boba Fett, Yoda, and uh, Darth Maul. Actually, and, I think you mean Bobo. Um, Bobo Fett, not Boba Fett. I'm sorry, I meant uh, little person versions. <laughs> and uh, they're all they're they're standing in such a way that they're holding an acrylic bowl. Clearly, there would have been candy put in that bowl a week or two ago. Yeah, totally. That would be the freaking coolest thing I could possibly imagine. Okay, let me ask these guys about uh, paint. I'll ask them. I like to be directed. Not ready to purchase yet, sure. but uh, I have like a leather figurine that I, has a couple paint chips on it. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for the right type of paint. It's just white that I want to touch it up with. Do you guys carry that? Yeah. Um, well, the paint is just on the other side of these bins on the next okay. right there. Okay, yeah. do you have brushes too? We do. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, it, it depends All on my mood. Too bad, looks like I have to buy your own copy. <laughs> because uh, usually I um, I don't mind wandering, but when you're on a mission, I just yeah. want to know where it is. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. There'll be more time to wander if oh, you want to take it. Look at that. He didn't Ooh, lie. Get some Spulu dice. <sighs> oh, yeah. What to get, what to get. Well, I guess I want matte white. Okay. Not high gloss white? No. I, it's a leather figurine of Captain These Marvel. These are war paints, and this is game color. There's oh, two totally Lord. different ones. And, 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 uh, you have uh, Formula P3 paints. 
not to mention Vallejo pigments. So uh, I'm overwhelmed. Take a chance. I'm oh, totally overwhelmed. We've got uh, Vallejo model color. Oh, there's uh, Citadel uh, base paints here too. Ceramic. What does that say? Ceramite white. I assume that's a uh, that is a made up word. Here, this is you got white scar and Ulthuan gray. This might mean someone. Uh, surely Citadel is a game, and you have to use the right colors on it, and uh, all sorts of good stuff for you. Do whatever you want. You want to? Here's a uh, matte gel base. I don't know what that is. Hmm. hmm. Don't you just have white? Paint? Here's a. Here's a, some fine basing grit. If anybody needs basing grit, you can get it here for four ninety nine. And we've got uh, rocky basing grit too. Oh, okay. Battlefield grass. Wow. So you can make your own little little dioramas, I guess. That's pretty cool. Let's see. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take this. Model color. I mean, that's, and then there's uh, also this. But this matte white, I'm going to take this matte white war paint because it's, I think I need matte white. And their brushes are a little too fine for what I need to do. I would hate to, it's a $10 brush for uh, for something that I'm probably going to use a Q-tip for to, uh, you know to touch I've up. Got, I've got a couple brushes at the house, try to remind me and I'll, I'll hook you up with one on the way up. I, I almost put that in my pocket. <laughs> I almost just out of habit, the, the little thing of paint is about the size of your thumb and I almost just stuck it in my pocket, not thinking. <laughs> oh, this is too far. I know that they've come at risk is one of my favorite games of my childhood. I cannot wait till Sage and or Zoe are ready to play Risk with me. Um, but I'm looking at the newest, apparently, version of Risk. This is Risk, the game of Suburban Dom Domination. Yes, it's Plants vs. Zombies Risk. Wow. I'm looking at the map on the back. Yeah, I am uh, I would love to say that uh, I'm really thrilled by that, but I don't, know. I don't get the Plants vs. Zombies thing. It's a silly game. It's basically a really, it's a glorified um, Flash game. Yeah, um, yeah. The it's not good 3D. I'll just say that. Oh man, I wonder if this, this is a good time to go interview some of the people playing uh, right now. Hey man, you know, so what I'm, card are you gonna play? Um, I, I can't help but notice that you've got uh, uh, Queen Drusilla with a plus two uh, charisma defense factor. <laughs> Does your friend know yeah. that? Yeah, that could that could happen. Oh, and the T-shirts. They've got, they've got racks of T-shirts at this place. This, this place has always been a T-shirt mecca. I mean, this is the first place they, they were in. This is now the third that I know of. And they have not, uh, if, if anything, they've got more T-shirts now than they used to have. And it's great. I just, uh, I wish they didn't want full retail, retail price for them because all these T-shirts are $20, give or take. But now you will get 4 or $5 off if you get two. So, yeah. Yeah. And there are uh, way too many Big Bang Theory t-shirts. But, I don't know, I could uh, I could see getting the Adventure Time shirt. That's kind of cool. These are all, like, I'm not much of a t-shirt guy, but uh, these are these are pretty good. I've never been, I've never been one for t-shirts. I just, like, to me, a t-shirt is something you wear underneath a shirt. Okay. Now, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm a total t-shirt guy. Um, but I'm not always a kitschy one. 
I love the USS Enterprise one. This is greatness. It's just, it's just a very classic um, uh, profile shot of the original series uh, Enterprise. It just says USS Enterprise NCC seventeen oh one. It looks like it's a collegiate, like it would be a collegiate type type of a shirt. Yes, it's got the uh, the fake wearing. Uh, the the it, it looks worn. Um, distressed, I think. The distressed look, I believe, is uh, what the kids are calling it. I've got this shirt, How to Perform the Vulcan Nerve Pinch. <laughs> yes. Um, I bought Don't Phase Me, Bro, for Brad. Um, you've got here, uh, this is kind of cool. It looks like Next Generation uh, Control Panel. It says what happens in the holodeck stays in the holodeck. <laughs> it's actually really good advice for all those uh, Next Generation people. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, let's head over to the to the register now. Let's do that. And I'll, and while I'm paying, I will hand this over to you. Star Trek Heroclix. Oh, look at that! Check them out. I think I would like Heroclix. I, I really think it's something that I would get into. I don't get the spinning the base around to reveal different uh, uh, points, values, yeah. or whatever it is. You got Lone Ranger Heroclix. I'm actually looking if they have a Doctor Who. Hero click, I may get that. Ooh, okay. If we see we one. Got, uh, Lord of the Rings, Bioshock, Street Fighter, Kick A2, Gremlins, uh, Flashpoint, Hero Clicks, um, Team Base. Oh, that's awesome. Teen Titans, Hero Clicks. And that's the, uh, the, the box is the cover of the, the new Teen Titans issue one that uh, Perez and Wolfman rebooted back in 80. Um, so that's a just a classic cover, just as classic as classic gets. Donna Troy. Donna Troy. Yeah, she's in the. Uh, uh, she's into. I guess the leotard is what you would call that. Yeah, kind of the. Yeah, kind of a unitard leotard. Unitard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of a singlet with legs. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a wrestling term for those who aren't keeping up. Uh, All right, let's head over. Maybe they have maybe they have something at the register. If I could find like a just a little something to put on my desk, even though I don't like little toys like that, I'm just getting so into the Doctor Who that it'd be nice to kind of have something. If you can hear the the ambient noise in the you know here in the store, uh, we can hear a little bit of it here. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be no lie. Thirty. Yeah, and this is this is uh, eight. 45 on a Wednesday night and this place is borderline packed. It's uh, really cool. I, I love the fact that uh, that these places are going to live on apparently. Oh, and this is something that tortures me every time I walk by them. I used to have lots of great D&D dice and I still have almost all of them but nowadays, man, the dice the, the dice these days are awesome and man, it's only 90 cents, bro. I had to get it's a I had to get a D8 the other okay. day we're yeah. having a contest at work and we needed to randomly draw uh, eight and we wanted a die instead the of eight is my second uh least favorite uh die shape my first is of course the four-sided die which is awful it's like oh. a pyramid oh that's terrible flop. oh look at this what you got these are little postcards oh cool there's a crisis oh these are uh classic postcards there's the uh, first appearance of supergirl Green Lantern issue, I don't know. There's Sandman. That's the first Green Lantern. Is that? Okay. That would make total sense. Oh, oh New Gods. The first issue of the New Gods. 
Justice League. That is not issue one, but that's mm-hmm. very close to it. Clearly a Carmen Infantino piece. Wonder Woman, Young Romance, Girls Love Story. I think these are Kirby covers because he did some he did some romance novels. This uh could be it. That looks too soft to be Kirby's artwork though. It doesn't say on the back, does it? Yeah, no, it does. Oh, Nick Cardi. Okay. Nick Cardi. I'd never heard the guy's name. I don't know if he's ever done comics itself, but he did did most of the covers on the first couple, three years with the Legion of Superheroes comics I started collecting when I was a kid. And it took years to figure out who the artist was that did these covers because they don't give you credit on the cover itself. You know, he didn't sign it himself. And obviously, they don't tell you back then. Basically... Here's the writer, here's the artist, and maybe the editor. And so they don't tell you who the colorist, the letterer, or the inker, or the whatever is uh, back in many old comics. And so poor Nick Cardi got no credit whatsoever for doing all these, what to me were very iconic covers. Um, I'd say the first comic I ever bought is absolutely one of those iconic covers. As Superboy and the Legion are looking up, it's a POV shot, and uh, you're stepping into the room, and Superboy and... Uh, Lightning Lad and uh, Saturn Girl and a couple others are looking up at you like they can't believe you walked in the door. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's a great image. So cool. All right. Hey, guys, do you have any of these type of of items that are Doctor Who related? Not like that, but I've got tons of Doctor Who stuff. I saw that aisle down over there. I was just looking for saw, some small trinket that I could keeps on my, on my desk. And stuff. Almost a hero clicks kind of thing, maybe? Okay. Fair enough. How has the doctor not gotten the Heroclix treatment yet? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's take a. Okay. Here, you hold on to this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk down over there. All right. Oh God! Now the pressure's on. Now I've got to fill up time by myself. I'm. I'm no good at this, and I really have no idea what's getting ready to come out of my head next. So people you're in for a bumpy ride um frankly i don't blame you if more than one of you have already hit the stop button on this podcast and so for those of you who don't stick around to hear the end of it i'd like to apologize they don't have anything Um, they have a little pen you can get it look dude check this out it's a it's a red dalek on a keychain you take the keychain off you got a little dalek you take the keychain off it's okay you can cut it off with a pair of snips i mean you know it's only 16 bucks, dude. Well, you know, hey, I, like a, like I could nice try. Little, a, a nice little TARDIS or... Okay. You don't want a little, little plushy Cyberman? No. It talks, allegedly. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's not loud. I, listener, think Frank should get him a fully functioning sonic screwdriver. That'd be pretty awesome. It's only $40, and it's fully functioning. But, dude, it's a fully functioning sonic screwdriver. It says right here, fully functioning screwdriver, Mm -hmm. which means that you can open doors with it. Wouldn't that be great to return it the next day? No, I could not. This would uh not unlock anything. It's weird, though. Three banks got knocked off last night. (laughs) It's a total mystery how that might have happened. Okay. This is all I'm getting. Okay. So you're going to go for that? You're going to get the paint in the comic? You're making some wise choices. And uh, I am I'm so lost right now. 
in the, the splendor of this place, I'm apparently not getting anything. You want some bacon flavored candy canes, Frank? They've that. got those here. This, this place has everything. Dang it, I do need a mouse. Oh, you know what? Uh, you guys don't have any um, super whatever fantasy themed uh, thumb drives, do you? I do not. Say what? I don't. Okay. Fantasy themed thumb drives? Well, I'm drives? just, it would be cool to get like a. <laughs> well, I've had some Halo ones in the past. I've had a couple. Okay. I just, and I mean this is a total compliment, you you guys are one of the few places I might expect to find something like that just off the cuff. We've had a couple of people um, pitch them to us. They're okay. Expensive. Are they? They're like $40, $50 for like Whoa. one and four gig hard drive. Whoa! Yeah. So it's okay. like, mm, no, we'll, we'll pass on that. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> have you guys been reading? Mm-hmm. Have you, did you read this, have you read this issue read, yet? I haven't read any of this. I haven't read that one yet, no. I heard the synopsis before it came out, but I haven't read the issues themselves yet. It's interesting, but I don't care for it. <laughs> the Star Wars, That's yeah. how uh, I've taken it. It's yeah. like, uh, okay, it's a I'm, good thing that um, somebody else, you know, actually wrote. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Say, so, thank goodness it got to uh, the fourth draft where they made a movie out of it, huh? <laughs> well, okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Too cool. All right. All right, Phil. Well, this might be a good What a point. deal. All right, well, let's go ahead and sign off. This was a total win. All right, because it's code out there. So, um, overall, Madness, Store, how would you rank it? One to ten. Oh, uh, I would probably give it a nine. I'm thinking that you would probably have to go to, like, a midtown in Manhattan to find a more impressive store than this. I, I truly can't imagine walking into a store with more selection than this place pretty much anywhere but maybe the two coasts you know there might be somewhere in la i said i'm pretty sure that there's some of those madness or some of those uh, midtown stores are crazy i've never been into them which makes me crazy because i i had a chance and didn't take it what is that that you were asking That's earlier Zalker, about that whatever that about was that. okay that brown character right. was in. you want to know what my uh here's my uh, analysis of that character it's dumb. <laughs> it looks like a brownie with teeth and two beady yeah, eyes. Yeah, you're right. It looks like a really hacked off brownie. <laughs> or it's a zombie brownie. I don't know. Might be. Might be. I kind of need a mouse pad, but I don't think I'm going to get one right now. What? Wait, what? Really you need a, I, mouse I, I pad? need a mouse pad? Yeah. I mean, I know this day and age. Wow. You, you still use a mouse pad? <laughs> yeah. What, for your typewriter? Well, you, you, don't, you don't speak to your computer? What's wrong with you? You know, Luddite. Um, but now they they got some nice ones, but it's just it's like the classic Superman, Green Lantern, all that. Night Lights, good, good times. Mm. What are these buttons? Okay. Look, little phaser. Oh, that's awesome! There, there you go. That's what I would have gotten. Here's your light up Tardis kit. Dude, light up you, Tardis kit. You haven't walked out of the store yet. I'm gonna totally it's get a this card. next time. It's not even like spending money at all, right? Mm. What does this do? I don't know. What is this? It's a little TARDIS kit. Uh, it's a figurine. It lights up? It's a little TARDIS figurine, apparently. That right. lights up. <laughs> I'll hold this. <laughs> Listeners, you and I have a lot to be proud of. We have apparently uh, shamed Frank into buying a little TARDIS figurine. 
most of those just have books, so that's why I didn't point this one. Oh out yeah, if it has a figure, yeah, which cool. I think it, it does. does. Yeah. Okay. yeah, cool. Because I think the figurine is pretty much the thing here, right? Yeah. Yes. The 1077. And the cool thing is, since it's bigger on the inside than the outside, it doesn't matter how big it is on the outside, right? That's right. It's like, no, this is a real TARDIS. Well, the problem is you just have to be able to get in it to begin with. Right. You got to stick you like, like well, I can fit you in there, yeah. but it's going to be a very small you got to put your pinky in there, and you got to, like, flip the, the lever on the yep. control panel to start with. About six, eight month, months ago, I started, I started mm -hmm. the new Doctor Who series, and so sure. I just I got the last one to watch tonight. I'm so I proud of him. <laughs> and uh, I've been slowly watching the classic stuff. So I wish yes. I'd gotten on board sooner. It's great. <laughs> All right. All right. I've only been enjoying it since Thanks, the 70s, <laughs> but what you going to do? All right. Appreciate it, fellas. All right, guys. Uh, cool. Doesn't that feel better, Frank? Yes, it does. Okay. That's going to make All right. I'm glad I talked you into that. <laughs> well, with that, let's end this up, Phil. So that was fun. We took a trip to the comic book store. I got yeah. my The Star Wars. I got a TARDIS, and I got some paint. It's kind of clunky saying, I got my The Star Wars, <laughs> isn't it? Well, it's not Star Wars. Right. It's, it's the, the Star yes, Wars. Yes, it's The Star Wars, yes. Wow, so. four bucks for that. All right. Oh, they're proud of it, aren't mm -hmm. they? Yeah. It better be good <laughs> for that kind of money. Well, I think it's safe to say for the next episode, we're going to be talking about um, Thor. Thor. Yeah. So we'll be giving our review of Thor. That's maybe about two weeks late, but hey. You get what you get here um, on Half Hour Wasted. Yeah, I mean, this episode is kind of a... I mean, this episode theoretically could be pushed a week down. I mean, it's kind oh, of evergreeny. Okay. So, and in case you hear references about stuff that happened last week and you're going, wait a minute, Thor was last week, there's your explanation, okay? Yeah. You know, we're, we're just... We're not going to worry about it. Um, and neither should you. Right. What, what, is, uh, what does Basil say in uh, the Austin Powers of Spies Shag Me when he talks about time travel? He basically turns the camera and says, and you shouldn't worry about it either. <laughs> and so, with, take and that with, advice. Uh, for all those of you that are punching the dashboard or pounding your head on the uh, desk because you know that line and I'm failing at it, whatever. Tough. Sorry. Okay. Well, with that, guys, we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. And, Brad, get your truck fixed. Thank you, Brad.